0: Welcome to the Traveler's Guide to Life podcast brought to you by Hospice of St. Lawrence Valley located in Potsdam, New York. Tips for a fulfilling life now until the journey's end. I'm Linda Potter. I'm a volunteer at hospice and I'm also a retreat facilitator in the community encouraging people to have important conversations.
1: And I'm Mary Jones. I'm the Director of Family Support Services at Hospice of St. Lawrence Valley, and I'm an Adjunct Instructor at State University of New York at Potsdam, and I teach death and dying.
0: Episode 6, Stop and Smell the Roses. Today, we're going to talk about gratitude, intention, and celebration. Or put another way, why it's important to stop and smell the roses along the journey. Now, recently, my son and I were walking over to our neighbor's house to meet the new baby. And I was pretty much vibrating with excitement. And he said, wow, you're really excited to meet a new baby. (laughs) And And I told him, I said, listen. I've lived long enough to know that in this life, we get enough turns with grief and sorrow and suffering. I intend to be happy and celebrate the good when it comes because boy, oh boy, you just want to savor those things when we get those chances to do that. And this is really at the heart of the journey for The Traveler's Guide to Life, being intentional and making space for celebration and expressing our gratitude. Gratitude helps just build more feelings upon positive feelings. I when I do retreats, gratitude is kind of like the foundational part of the whole thing. Once you can start expressing gratitude and seeing the good in your life, you can't hold gratitude and anger in the same vessel. You, you cannot, just you just don't. can't. And it changes your perspective and how you move and do things. It reminds you of the abundance of your life.
1: And I think that um, one of the things that we've learned in the pandemic is how important gratitude intention, and celebration is, even if it's been really scaled back um, with the celebrations. But we've we learned to communicate with our families um, on Zoom. Um, We kept those celebrations going. My granddaughter had her first birthday on Zoom with uh, people from all over the country Mm -hmm. on that. And that was very exciting. And it's like you adapted to that. Um, that whole situation. But you were looking for, for that gratitude in a very scary time. Um, and what were you learning about yourself in that and, and moving forward? Um, I think I think that was a really important time that everyone's had.
0: Right, because one of the, the gratitude practices a lot of people use is write down three things a day that they're grateful for. And I think for a lot of people, they got during the pandemic, especially the three things were got through the day without COVID, got through the day without COVID. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it, which felt like, all right, we're just kind of churning through this. But as you continue those kind of practices, it starts to flow. Yes, I got through another day, but I connected with a friend on Zoom today. Yes, right. you know, I went out and I planted a garden today. Yes, I went for a walk today with my son. Those kind of things kind of build on each other. And it's those little pauses and it's this little habits. It doesn't have to be this overflowing every moment of the day, right. but being intentional. Very, very intentional. And coming back to that place and saying, how do I want? to be today and you know and i that whole part of um, taking that moment before your feet hit the bed you know between the time that my feet hit hit the bed hit the floor when my feet hit the floor and by the time i get to the shower five thousand thoughts have gone through my head already by that point what i want to do for the day but if i spend that one moment beginning the day saying what am i grateful for how do i want to be this day i want to be generous i want to be loving i want to be patient then my five thousand thoughts can start, right? And I can move into the rest of it.
1: And that's a really I love. Uh, starting my day that way. It's mm-hmm. like just taking some deep breaths and saying, "Okay, what mm-hmm. is it that I'm grateful for?" And right. yeah, maybe yesterday was um, a horrible day, but today's a new day, right? And what am I looking for? And how am I going to lo- find that? I think one of the most interesting things in the first um, first year of the pandemic was how uh, you couldn't find a pl- flower to plant in May and June of um, 2020 because everyone decided that they wanted color all around them Mm -hmm. and to have that gratitude to see that color because they weren't seeing a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was equally important that people really adapted to this. Right. Um, And maybe they didn't even realize that they were doing that.
0: Right. And I think prior to that, I think we were always looking for like big things. The big celebrations Mm -hmm. was the big anniversary cruise. or was the big birthday. And we found small things to celebrate every day. You know, right. Friday night pizza night, game night with your kids. Sure. You know, doing a date night, sitting on the front porch and sharing a cup of coffee and a dessert and watching the world go by. Right. You found those moments of celebration and really just kind of honed things down that right. you we, people saw the specialness in their life. Again, you know, with the the backdrop of there was a lot of suffering going on, a and, lot, there, yeah. and it felt distant at first. Then it came right to our front doors, right. um, and I think. If there's any good that came out of this is that we're all acutely aware of you have to actively take those moments and say, wow, look, this rose is beautiful today.
1: Right. Right. And I think a lot of people um, developed a a deeper appreciation for that quietness, um, Mm -hmm. that intention of just sitting there Mm -hmm. where you're not thinking, I don't have a bunch of places to go. And some of these places would be dangerous to go without, you know all of your armor on um and i think that people learn to slow down mm-hmm. um and that intentional just sitting there like you said um on the front porch it's very intentional right um and very
0: powerful right and we were talking earlier um about it seems now that we're emerging into a different phase of the pandemic that we've all gotten back into our busy 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 must keep on mm-hmm. doing things and that it's okay to go back into just be For a while. And if that was something that you enjoyed, taking those moments of gratitude, being intentional, finding celebration in the small moments of our life, which are actually daily miracles. We can reclaim that for ourselves, right. and we can do that. When our kids were little, we go around the table at night, and what are you grateful for today? What's your high and low? Right. And it was just—it became part of a family conversation and how we celebrated our lives together. Right. And you can come back to those. You can have a gratitude jar that you fill in with a slip of paper every day. Yep. This is what I'm grateful for. This is what I'm grateful for. Until your jar is overflowing, right. and you developed a practice of seeing those things in your life.
1: And I think that that's what's going to help you bring that balance back. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when you get really busy, you think, oh my gosh, I'm losing all that. But if you insert that practice, just go back to that, then you find balance. It's like, okay, this is is okay.
0: Right. Because it's there in front of us all the time. You just got to develop the eyes to see, to have the gratitude, to move along with that. And, you know. Hand in hand with what we're doing with the Traveler's Guide, it's developing the practices and the tips for fulfilling life. And a huge part of that is seeing with eyes that see the abundance and the gratitude because it's always, always something to be grateful for. Always, always. And I told a story to Mary before when we were in the, the cars on the way to the cemetery from the funeral home after my dad died. Through tears, I said to my husband and my kids, you know, I am so grateful this man was my father. Even on a day where there was a lot of sorrow, there was so much gratitude that his his life, and I know that you've experienced that with people in your life.
1: Absolutely. Tremendous gratitude that, wow. Wow. You are, look how you're feeling and how touched you are by being a part of their life, um, being connected to them. Um, And that's when we really, I think, get, oh, life is precious Mm -hmm. and life is to be lived. And it's not to be mournful all the time, but really engaged.
0: Right. It goes back to that saying, when you were born, you cried and the world rejoiced. Live your life in such a way so that when you die, you rejoice and the world cries. Life should be a celebration right up to the very end. Absolutely. This is so much of what we're doing at Hospice of St. Lawrence Valley. Yes. We want to thank the Potsdam Public Library for the use of their podcasting studio. So many great resources can be found at the Hospice of St. Lawrence Valley website, which is? At www.hospiceslv.org. I'm Linda Potter. And I'm Mary Jones. We'll see you on the road.